This is TN Talk, a self-development podcast, a podcast dedicated to empowering, uplifting, inspiring, and celebrating women. I'm Tiffia Stokes, your host, as well as women's health advocate, blogger, blogger, and author of Grow Through It. Everyone has a story, and not everyone's story will start or end the same, but you can't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes it may take a few pages, chapters, or even a series to get you to the climax. You will get there if you continue to walk in the path you were destined to walk and keep turning those pages. It's time for you to end that chapter of your life that is holding you back, causing stagnation, self-doubt, self-hate, and negative self-talk. All you have to do is turn the page, sis, and start to write a new chapter. They say a woman is like a cup of tea. You can't tell her strength until you put her in hot water. Well, the water is hot, sis, so let's see your strength. Grab your tea and get comfortable and join me as I get into it on this episode of Tea and Talk. Toxicity in the family. What is the definition of family to you? For me, it goes a little bit deeper than just your bloodline. I feel as though family can be those that aren't related to you. They can be, you know, a friend um, who is there for you through whatever um, answers your phone calls whenever um, they're to talk you down when you're having a rough day, they're to pick you up and to celebrate your wins with you. So how would you describe family and what does family mean to you? Family can either bring up positive or negative feelings. Maybe you've been blessed to have family that stick together and have functional family events and gatherings and, you know, they're able to be around each other without thoughts of frustration or anger or annoyance. Or on the other hand, the emotions of anger, frustration, annoyance, and horrible flashbacks can be what you see and feel when you think of family or are forced to be in the presence of certain family members. Family to me is home. It's safety. It's love. It is the people that are there that are going to support you when you win, help you up when you fall, listen to the bad times as well as the good times, and love you unconditionally, flaws and all. Society has put it in our heads that family is the core of your life. As a child, I would say this is the case. As an adult, things begin to change. What you thought was love safety, and comfort as a child, you now realize otherwise. The family that you were forced to be around then, you now realize is no good for you or your mental. There are some people in my family that I wouldn't change for the world. They get me. The relationship is a a two-way street. They understand me and vice versa. I don't feel judged, criticized, or looked down upon. Now, the other part of the family I can give two fucks about. (laughs) They have manipulated me, talked about me behind my back, 
talked about other family members in my presence, belittled me, failed to celebrate my wins, and used me when only they needed something from me. Those family members I have completely cut ties with. I can't keep giving away all my fucks to those situations. I've learned that you cannot have a healthy relationship with a family member who does not want to have a healthy relationship. You are not obligated to have an unhealthy relationship with anyone, family or not. Be true to you and stay strong to your beliefs. Some behaviors or traits that reveal you were raised in a toxic environment. Low self-worth. You may have not been covered in love and affection, and therefore, you have no sense of self-worth. Without realizing your self-worth, you never get to live to your full potential. Social difficulty. Meaning, if you weren't taken seriously in your home, it may be difficult for you to be able to verbalize your needs, your wants, or your emotions as an adult. And because of this, it can lead to you having unhealthy relationships or lack thereof as an adult. You may have a difficult time with failure, which may be because this was something that was frowned upon in your home. And now as an adult, you carry that baggage and view it the same way as when you were a child. So for me, failure wasn't really frowned upon in my house. I just had my my father and my mother push me. Um, and so I always had it in the back of my mind that they wanted you know, good grades. They wanted to see me succeed academically. And so growing up, that's all I would strive for. Um, I was, I never really had a failure in elementary school. I was a straight A student. So I didn't know if it was frowned upon because I never brought home anything that was considered a failure. But because they instilled success in me, I always strive for A's. Now, if I got a B, like when I got in college and, you know, you get a B or whatever and you bring that home, you feel like as though, you know, you're going to, I felt as though that was bad and come to find out it wasn't. And now that they're telling me it wasn't as an adult, you'd think I would be like, okay, so this this is acceptable. You know, they're not going to, you know, frown upon me not getting, not being perfect, but it still stuck with me even and even today, even today, like some of the things that I do today as an adult, I do to hear my mom say she's proud and to see my dad's face um, that he is proud of me as well. So like writing my book, like I put a deadline and I set it in front of my father and that made me work harder because I needed to prove to him, which really I didn't because my dad's proud of me anyways, but in my head, I needed to prove that 
I can make that deadline and I can have my book published by that deadline. So that stuff sticks with you as an adult. Um, and it's, it sticks with you. And it's hard to say what will stick with you. Um, you think you outgrow some things. I think I'd outgrow that because it doesn't even make sense now that I'm, I'm talking about it because it's not as though they're going to they're gonna be mad if, I, if I'm not perfect, but yet that still sticks in my head. So some of the things that we're taught as kids or how we're reacted to as children, it sticks with you as an adult and it can, it can impact on how you act um, in relationships as an adult, um, with life, careers, choices that you make as an adult. So um, just be mindful of those things. You lack self-identity as an adult. You weren't allowed to really speak up or have your own opinions or viewpoints as a child. So you weren't able to explore who you were, um, your likes or your dislikes, which followed you into adulthood. So now, late in life, you struggle to find your identity. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you want to go, where you want to be. You don't know your likes and dislikes. So this is a struggle as an adult trying to find yourself because you weren't allowed that same um, freedom to find yourself when you were a child. Um, being self-critical, which is because, you know, your family was critical towards you as a child. So everything you do and say, there's a voice in the back of your head beating you down every chance that it gets. So you carry this into adulthood and now you're self-critical with whatever you do. And like they say, you're your own worst critic. You really are your own worst critic growing up in a household where um, your your parents or your family was so critical of you. And, and you take that and carry that baggage all that time to then mirror those those characteristics as an adult to yourself. Um, your emotions are put last. You weren't able to express yourself as a child makes it hard for you to discuss your emotions as an adult, and that's just cut and dry. If you weren't giving the freedom to, you know, express your emotions, you're sad, you're mad, you're angry, you're frustrated. Um, when you were a child, you really didn't have that quote-unquote practice to then know how to um, continue to grow in that area and be able to express yourself as an adult. So you struggle with that aspect of it and you work, you work through it, but you struggle with that. How can you tell if a family member or members are toxic? One, do you end up feeling bad about yourself after your encounters with certain family members? For instance, you're around them for whatever reason and you may be 30, not married, no children. So instead of asking you about what you want or if you're happy, they push their values, their morals, and their agenda on you. Girl, you ain't getting much younger. Do you even want kids? I wouldn't have stuck with such and such because even though he cheated, he always came back to you. I don't know if it is just because people are your family that they feel the need to push their values on you, but it shouldn't be the case. Your life shouldn't be an open discussion unless you make it. Do you feel controlled, such as in your relationships or career choices? 
You may have family who do not like or accept the person that you bring home for whatever reason. You love your family and want to be around them and with them, not realizing the control they have on you. So you break up with such and such because your family does not approve of the relationship, even though such and such made you the happiest. That's a toxic family member. (laughs) Do you lack feeling love, compassion, or respect in your family relationships? You feel as though you are looked down on because of fitting and stretching outside the box, which isn't the norm of your family. So because of the choices you made, say in your career or otherwise, since it doesn't meet their norm, you aren't respected as much as your cousin who did follow the family values and morals. Like you can't have your own values and morals because you have to conform to what the family is doing. What? Like (laughs) you a whole adult and yet those toxic family members will definitely make you feel that way. Like if you are, you're looked at as the black sheep, if you're not conforming to what they consider normal in the family. Bye. Like, no, like, You grow up, you grow, you learn, and you're learning your own morals, your own values, and you're instilling those in your life. So family should be accepting of that. Like everything doesn't have to follow this one-way streak of, oh, this is the way that the family does it. So you need to do it this way because guess what? Things change. (laughs) Everything doesn't stay the same. Do you notice that every interaction drains your spirits? (laughs) Subconsciously and maybe consciously, you are aware that they are toxic, so you avoid them. But you're you're going to a family barbecue and you're around cousin whoever, and their conversation, their actions, just is draining to your soul. Like that's a toxic family member. You can't be yourself and have to hide pieces of yourself, so you have to hold back. Because your family doesn't accept you fully, um, some of your actions or characteristics, so you hold back. Like that's uncomfortable too. Being around people that are supposed to support you and make you feel comfortable, and yet you feel uncomfortable to make them feel comfortable. That's toxicity. Do you have family that? lies, blames, and fail to apologize for things that they have done to hurt you or others in the family, manipulating, creating drama, speaking ill of you in your absence, not taking responsibility for their actions, that's a toxic family member. Toxic family members may belittle your choices and decisions. They brush you off or do not even acknowledge You may bring it up, discuss it, and said family member dismisses it as if it has no value. They fail to support you in your choices. They see you are doing things and they simply ignore it. It could be big or small, but there's no effort put into supporting you or no conversation of such. They fail to celebrate your wins. You've accomplished something huge. You broke a generational curse or whatever, and you are super excited that you have gotten to this point in your life. Family sees it and moves on. They are not happy for you by any means. Toxicity. They hit below the belt. 
saying things either from your past or present that you may have shared with them that may be part of some of your emotional baggage. They bring it up and they use it against you. Toxicity. They are envious. You may have a cousin who dreamed of having a life that you have, and instead of the cousin asking you about how you got there or steps that you took, they just talk about themselves and try to one-up you in an effort to make themselves feel better. Toxicity. They compare you to other family members by filling in your shortcomings with your family member who may have overcome that obstacle. For example, girl, you haven't purchased your house yet? Well, your cousin got hers in a couple months with no down payment and didn't need no man to help her. Toxicity. (laughs) They act as if they are being victimized. Say you say no to going to an event um, as an effort to avoid certain family members that poison your soul. Your family member knows this and yet doesn't text, call, or reach out for weeks before they're angry with you about the boundary that you set. To protect your mental health. Say it with me. Toxicity. Whatever they say is right, even though it could be the most outdated information ever, but they refuse to admit they are wrong at any point or time. Toxicity. Everything is about them always, never caring to ask you how you are or about what's going on in your life. They focus on your mistakes, but never pay attention to their own. Toxicity. The toxic family member can take on many different faces. There are many different dynamics within a family, and that may or may not determine that toxic family member's role. It may determine how they show their toxicity or act upon it. So how do you respond to toxic family members? Well, you can try to communicate your feelings. For me, (laughs) for me, they are just cut off. Years ago, it was hard for me to do this because I was raised with the thought that family is everything and blood is thicker than water, blah, blah, blah. But that is not true. Family is not everything. To me, anyways. Family will be your downfall. Family does things that they wouldn't even do to others just because they know as family you will forgive them. They take advantage of you and in some cases manipulate you. So as I grew up and realized this was the case in many of the relationships I had with family, I had no issues cutting those people off and still have no issues cutting those people off. I will not allow their toxicity to disturb my peace and poison my spirit. Many may not agree with this, but if you have done all you can do to mend, repair, and grow the relationship, and that person still remains the same, then it is like trying to revive the dead. Pointless and too much energy being put into a dead situation will eventually drain you mentally, emotional, and spiritually. Set boundaries with family members. If you are weary of breaking ties, set boundaries. Be clear on those boundaries and follow through with what you say. If your boundaries aren't respected, then it is then up to you to decide what the next steps will be. Say no if you need to and feel comfortable in doing so. If it causes you to feel uneasy, uncomfortable, or distressed, then saying no is necessary. Use it more 
and avoid the need to people please. Detach from certain situations. If you don't want to talk about certain things, then don't allow the family to drag you into it. Avoid topics that stir emotions and leave and walk away if necessary. Avoid oversharing. Some details of your life shouldn't be shared with family members, especially those that use things against you, manipulate you, and criticize you. The family does not need to know every piece of you and every aspect of your life. Some pieces of you are meant just for you. Save them just for you. Avoid giving access to those family members. Limit it. Stop jumping for them when they say jump. Stop immediately answering their phone calls or texts. Limit their access. And stop feeling the need to give this drawn-out explanation of why you say no. You don't have to give an, any explanation for your choices to anyone except your damn self. Your choices you make are for you, and either family will understand and respect that, or they won't. But the explanation will not lean them in any one direction, because they already had their mind made up when you said no. In my opinion, you should stop giving these toxic family members your time, energy, and attention. You've done all you can do. They have to find out about their ways on their own. From there, it is up to them to take the necessary steps to propel toward change and overall self-growth. You have to do what's best for you, when it is best for you. Your mental health and your peace is what should be important and what you should focus on. And all the things and people that don't serve you, your purpose, or protect your mental health or your peace, well, deuces. Be sure to give me a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. I would love to hear from you. Be sure to click the links in the description to learn more about how you can be part of the Tea Party VIP group and get more of TN Talk plus additional offers, including a free copy of Grow Through It. To follow me on IG, click the link in the description. I'm so excited to talk to you all next week, so keep tuning in. And until next time, love and good vibes.